Welcome to the final episode here of Drew's Baseball Crew for season one of it, I guess is how we're wording it, right? The reason it's wrapping up, baseball season's wrapping up here. So yeah, that puts an end here to season one of Drew's Baseball Crew. Drew's Basketball Crew will be running it in a couple weeks is when we'll be starting that same concept, NBA DFS for Tuesday night. That one's going to be a lot more tricky with some last minute scratches and whatnot, but we'll work around it. I, I assure you that. No hat, as you see. I'm not wearing my hat. My hat is back there. You see it? it back there. Yeah. So if you want a hat, again, $15, reach out to myself at Drew Sports Crew. We'll take care of you, get you that hat. But look, we got a lot of stuff to talk about here on the final episode of Drew's Baseball Crew for season one. So let's go right to it, right? The starting pitcher report for October 4th, Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. We would not have these games if there was not a locked out lockout fun fact right keep that in mind but because there was we got some later baseball by three days still counts so let's go through it gives us another episode here of the baseball crew right so starting pitcher report a lot of double headers so keep that in mind what leagues what slate again i always like to give that disclosure before we start so here we go jameson tyone of the new york yankees has Eh, a decent matchup here against the the Rangers. However, the expected stats are not in Tyone's favor. The Rangers XBA of 283 against Tyone with an ex Woba of 393. So, eh, probably not a guy we're looking at. Um, Garrett Cole, if he's starting on Tuesday, I don't. It gets tough. So it's so I'm looking at teams that are playing for something and are not playing for something. The Brewer, Milwaukee Brewers might not be playing for something tomorrow, being kind of like that lone team. Otherwise, I mean, there's playoff position being fought for, but I'm saying like the Phillies too. So it, once teams start getting locked in place, which I expect in the next coming days, which some teams already are locked in their place, where you might see some players getting benched uh, for those teams that, do not have buys. So the three through six, when we see those spots get locked up, we're going to see um, some players getting benched. Just want to throw that out there. So I'm, I'm really looking at some of these losing teams with opportunity. So just keep that in mind throughout this and also with starting pitchers. So we might be looking for guys who, let's say, they're, they're having prove-it games. They're, they're, they need this last month of the season to really prove where they are on the roster for next year. Right. So that's where I move down and I look at Eduardo Rodriguez of the Detroit Tigers. Awesome numbers against the Seattle Mariners roster for his career. XBA of 222. Also, um, with an ex Woba of 268. He's a guy I'm looking at, right? He fits that category. Uh, missed a lot of time this year, right? Due to personal matters. Why not? Right. I mean, I, I know it's, I'm seeing it as. What what is this? It's showing as a double header. I I don't know, um, right? What's going on right now? Oh, baseball savant. But uh, if he's he's pitching tomorrow, so I'd still be looking at him. I think their times are messed up. Just want to throw that out there. But um, yeah, looking at at Warren Rodriguez as a potential guy. Otherwise, you know, Javier Assad for the Chicago Cubs is a guy I'm looking at. XBA of two fifty four for Assad. So he's someone I'm like, yeah, I mean, against the Reds, it's great American ballpark. So that's kind of where I get hesitant, but still could be something. Probably my favorite upside matchup of the day 
Braxton Garrett against the Atlanta Braves, an Atlanta Brave lineup that strikes out a lot. The Marlins have showed. I mean, they have improved it last week here. Don Manley's last week managing the club. I totally see Braxton Garrett having a six inning, you know, 10 strikeout start with like two earned runs or something. Why not? And this last week, he's a guy who could have a prove it start, you know, perfect guy for that. Otherwise, I'm looking at, you know, it's hard to say how long Verlander goes for the rain. The, that's why taking these upside guys, it's tough to do. Cole Irvin, you know, who is not so great numbers against the Angels, but at Oakland Coliseum, may, probably not. But his opponent, Michael Lorenzen, perfect prove it guy and perfect numbers. Two XB of 188 for Lorenzen against this Athletics roster. I'd be looking at Lorenzen as that other guy. I would be confident in pairing Michael Lorenzen with, you know, let's take the Braxton Garrett when I was all over and even, or maybe even Javier Assad. I'd be taking two of those guys potentially. And I, I feel good, pretty good about it because not to say that these guys won't try. Like, I mean, the, the, for the teams that are in the playoffs, right? Obviously they're going to try, but the concern stems to the fact that their managers might be the ones, it might be uh, something out of their control. So I'm trying to, the tough part about MLB DFS is trying to protect tr- factors out of their control, right? Out of the player's control. And I have a feeling, right? Like we could see Shaman get pulled. Maybe not, but for a team that does not get buys who clinched a playoff spot, totally could see it. Carlos Rodon, then for the Giants, he's probably like that high floor guy. You know, if you want to pair him against, I could totally see that Rodon being a guy, maybe pairing him with Lorenzen, maybe him and Garrett. That's where I'd go with, with that. That's going to probably wrap up the starting pitcher report. Not much because, like, I'm not going to give you Julio Urias. Well, maybe him as a good as a start just based on how it will line up for the playoffs for them. But, like, I, I can't suggest, you know, some of these teams, they're going to need some of these players. Like, Jeffrey Springs of the wild card round, they're going to need him. So I can't see him going long at all tomorrow. But that's where I'm at that. Let's go. Let's talk position players here. So like I said, we're going to probably go for some, you know, lesser names, maybe if I were like that as guys who could have some prove it, right? Prove it games. And yeah, let's go right away to ad catcher. I'm, I'm going through it. I, I like Jonah Heim of the Texas Rangers as a guy against Jameson Tyone. Depends what game you're getting him. Maybe even in game two against Garrett Cole, I could get behind that. So that would be one of the first guys. Danny Jansen against Mike Bauman. That's just the matchup there. He's He's got some numbers off him for his career. Good ones. Austin Nola of the Padres is three for seven off of Carlos Rodon for his career. Again, a small sample size, but maybe something you want. Um, again, when I say like lesser names, uh, it, it doesn't really, you know, get much exciting after those guys. Um, like Connor Wong, if he's starting at catcher against Jeffrey Springs. Again, how long he's going to go, but Wong could have some decent numbers there. Look, I, I think catcher's just a position I'm not a fan of, but like otherwise, Salvador Perez against Cal Quantrill. Uh, he's got 286 career average off him. It's, it's something, but otherwise, like the matchups are just so bad. One for 11 for Stassi against Irvin. Um, one for seven for Jeffers. Once for se- one for seven for Murphy, just terrible numbers. Narvaez doesn't have a hit off Gallon, so there's four catchers right there. So you see my struggles 
with this. Um, otherwise, like right, like Tucker Barnhart against a lefty. There, if it's Marco Gonzalez, maybe Luke Ma- Luke Malley of the Guardians, if he's playing over Hedges, maybe him against Lynch. But like these are like really deep catcher names I'm throwing at you. Let's go to first base, right? Catcher, I, I'll just give you those guys. Uh, pick which one based on matchup you like the most. I'd be suggesting Jonah Heim if you're getting him against Tyone. Otherwise, Connor Wong if he is starting against Springs. Let's go to first. J.D. Davis, if he gets the start, if he is first base eligible, I think there's two ifs there. Off Sean Manaya, why not? I, I like that there for J.D. Davis of the Giants. He's 500 for him off in his career with a home run. Otherwise, give me, of course, if Paul Goldschmidt, you're getting him against Bryce Wilson. Again, I believe that's a doubleheader, so just check that out. Five for seven with two home runs off Wilson. Please you know, get him in your lineup. Pay up there at first base. I'm just fine with it. Matt Duffy of the Angels off Cole Irvin. I like that too. Otherwise, you know, again, some prove it guys. Alfonso Rivas off of Luis Cesa of the Reds. And then remember, it's Great American Ballpark. One for three against smaller sample size. But I feel good about that matchup with Rivas. I mean, a guy really needs to prove himself this last week. Could totally see nice game here in the last two games of the year, right? We could totally see it happen. Vinny Pasquantino off Cal Quantrill. It's another name you'll hear a lot. So I'd kind of leave it around there. But if you want some other names, right, you can still pay up. Vlad Guerrero Jr. against Mike Bauman. Totally see that. Otherwise, Pete Alonzo off Paulo Espino. He's got two doubles off him for his career with an OPS at 1,000 there. So that's where I'd roll. I mean, gave you my names of course, and then C.J. Crone. I stay away from when he's not at Coors Field. He's not at Coors Field, so you're staying away. Second base, let's roll it here. Andres Jimenez off of lefty and Daniel Lynch. I'm all for it in your lineups on Tuesday. Let's do it. Also, Brendan Donovan, he's leading me off for the St. Louis Cardinals. I know the Cardinals are kind of like in that spot. Like, what are they playing for? I still like Donovan. On I feel like he's still a guy who's going to get playing time if they're sitting guys right he's the rookie newer guy and why not Luis Garcia of the Nationals is my other favorite second baseman I'm going young second basements guys who need prove it games Luis Garcia off Carlos Carrasco is someone I'd be looking at get him in your lineup if you can otherwise it's yeah I mean I'm just looking at those main guys for sure what Merrifield maybe if he gets a start depending if they're benching some players uh, Michael Massey, you know, is another. I feel like I suggest him every week, but I'd probably take Luis Garcia, by the way, if you're getting him against Taiwan Walker as well. Keep in mind another doubleheader, of course, as I mentioned, lots of doubleheaders today or tomorrow. Christian Arroyo being the last one, but I'd go with Garcia or Donovan. You pick your choice. You'll get him for cheaper price, and that will pay off. If you just want points, though, you know, or David Fletcher, not a big power guy, not a big XB8. Um, what am I saying? I'm saying extra base hits, but I said XBH, saying just the acronym. I don't know why, but he could be someone, again, as consistent at 11 for 20. So I I would say David Fletcher if you're looking, but if you're chasing upside, right, it's Donovan Garcia for me. Third base, Wilmer Flores leads the way off Sean Mania, career seven for 19 off him. With only one strikeout in 19 plate appearances. Yes, please, Deshaun Manaya. 
on Tuesday. Otherwise, Jose Ramirez off Daniel Lynch. Some awesome numbers for him. He's got four walks to one strikeout for his career off him. I love those numbers. Hamer Candelario. Seems like I suggest him a lot, too. He's got a 375 average for him. OPS over 800 off of their Marco Gonzalez. Joey Wendell, the leadoff man for the Marlins off Jake Odorizzi. Like that, like him as a potential matchup in there. Otherwise, you know, like I, I get those top ones. I go like Gunnar Henderson off Mitch White if Henderson's playing there. But I'll probably end that there for third base. I don't want to give too many names for third. I feel like floor. I feel like I gave a consistent group in Flores, Candelario, and like Wendell. I'd say. So, shortstop. It's led by. Tommy Edmond, the whole Cardinals offense against Bryce Wilson. Seven for eight for his career with a home run is Tommy Edmond. I like your odds there if you got him. Enrique Hernandez off Jeffrey Springs. 571 average with an OPS. Insane numbers. Nine plate appearances is the sample size, so keep that in mind. Boba shut off Mike Bauman. He's got good numbers too. Uh, Corey Seager off Jamison Tyone. I'm I I say yes to Seager if you get him against Tyone. No if you get him against Cole, so keep that in mind. Ahmed Rosario against Daniel Lynch. I, I feel like every week I take either Rosario or Andres Jimenez, but they've been very well, so it's paid off. Nico Horner at short off Sesa. I could see myself doing that. Otherwise, that's... Whew. That's probably it. I mean, I'll throw CJ Abrams maybe in there at the end as like, if you don't like any of the options I said, you take him. That's where I'd go. So the leaders, of course, there were Tommy Edmond for sure. And then Enrique Hernandez, if you can get him at short, keep in mind some positions you can't get players at, depending on where you play, of course. But Edmund for sure. Maybe Bichette you throw in there. But yeah, Ahmed Rosario being the other guy. Let's go to the outfield here before we wrap up here on this Monday night. So outfield wise, we're looking at like guys, you know, Ben hot, right? Taylor Ward's one who stands out his career, 500 average off him and off of Cole Irvin and 14 plate appearances, two walks to two strikeouts. Yes, please. The Taylor Ward on Tuesday for sure. Other ones, uh, it's, you know, I, like he stands out right away, right? Luis Renjifo of the Angels. It might be an Angels stack, which in Oakland Coliseum might be weird to do, but it might be one of those nights. So that could be something. Dylan Carlson, can I suggest the other Cardinals? Just pick, pick your favorite Cardinals. Pick like two or three, right? Off Bryce Wilson, four for eight for his career. Then Giancarlo standoff, John Gray. He's got a 308 average for his career with two home runs. Love those numbers. More outfielders. Mike Trout. Yeah. Take Mike Trout. You can pay up maybe. Get some good numbers there for Trout. Wayne Thomas, if he's playing for the Nationals, I'm for it. Go ahead. Insert him off Taiwan Walker. He's got good numbers for him. Again, I, I suggest Tigers. It feels like some some weeks too much, but Victor Reyes is one. I feel like you got to get in your lineup. Three for seven for his career off of Gonzalez, and just overall, you know, like I mentioned, the, the Tigers lineup as a whole having good numbers off him. I feel like he's going to be put in some good situations on Tuesday. So love that for him. 
otherwise it's 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 same old guys I mentioned. Again, I've suggested a lot of Blue Jays. That continues with George Springer, who as leadoff hitter for that lineup, I think that could be a good source of run production. Jerks and Profar, depending on where he's in that lineup, maybe against Carlos Rodon. The numbers certainly prove it. He's got three walks already and only eight plate appearances off him, plus some good other numbers. Otherwise, you know, if you want to take the Cardinals DH, I don't know if they're gonna they're gonna probably play pool holes, which has really hurt Corey Dickerson. There's originally gonna be that platoon. Corey Dickerson could be that guy, depending on if he's DHing that night. Otherwise, Riley Green, why not against Chris Flexen? Again, depends if you're getting him against Gonzalez or Flexen. No to Gonzalez, yes to Flexen. That's where I stand on that. But mm, outfield. I don't know. It gets MJ Melendez is my other one. I, I always suggest those young Royals. It's always good to insert them for a cheap price in your lineup. Otherwise, I mean, th- those were kind of the main guys I've been looking at this whole day, you know, scouting it out. Those are the guys that I felt put you in a best spot to win. So I'm going to probably wrap it up there for the outfield. I know a small outfield sample size, but I think if I keep it smaller too, that gives, you know, it keeps it a pretty good feel for the guys I like. So those are probably the outfielders I will suggest for you on Tuesday. So that's going to be, that's going to be my lineup. You again, it'll be on social media at Drew sports crew. So you can find all that information there. You'll find it there. Nolan Gorman, by the way, outfield. Yes. And Eric Haas as well. If he is outfield eligible against Marco Gonzalez or sorry, I just saw those last minute. I missed them, but there we go. That is it here for Drew's baseball crew again. Good luck tomorrow. Hopefully your winning lineup thrives tomorrow. And then again, Fantasia Sports, you got to come join me on it. They're they're giving away free stuff right now. They're giving away, you know, if you enter contests, you're getting stuff. It's it's excellent. I mean, come join the fun, right? I'm on it. Have my league too. Uh looks like I'm gonna be going two and two, unfortunately. But you know, so far in the first four games in the fantasy football realm, but look, fantasy they have fantasy baseball, daily fantasy baseball in there. Some good stuff there. So again, that's going to wrap it up for myself, Drew Skyber. Thank you all for listening here to season one, wrapping it up here. Thank you, everybody. Good night.